0: Hello, stupid. Hello, Sonia.
1: Hi, Tom. How are you? I'm
0: great, thanks. How are you?
1: I'm good. I'm exhilarated.
0: Exhilarated. Ooh, fancy. How come?
1: Um, so we're recording early in the morning. Well, for me, we start yeah. at ten, which is unusual for us. Yeah. And I'm trying to be a morning person, so I woke up at eight, which is early for me. <laughs> I got a workout in. Um, yeah, I'm running on that. I'm still on my pre-workout high, basically. And those post-workout endorphins.
0: Yes. Um, I actually had a reproductive morning also. I also went to work out. Well, that's all I did still, though.
1: (laughs) And that's all I did, too. So it's fine.
0: We got this. I know. Um, Also, it's our first video episode. Yay. So we took a while to make ourselves pretty.
1: Uh, exactly. No, that's exactly it. <laughs> then I like worked out and I was like, my hair is all like oily. And I was like, oh, God, we have to be on camera today. Yeah, we <laughs> uh-huh. yeah, did this for you.
0: Oh, so, exactly. So we're going to try to stay focused on providing good audio only content. But for those who want to watch us provide good audio content, you can do that.
1: Exactly. And if you don't mind us fidgeting and <laughs> all the funny faces we make during the episode, please feel free to watch.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, it's your episode this week. It's your uh, turn to tell me um, like I'm stupid. So I've got a little dad joke to get us started.
1: Let's hear it.
0: All right. Um what is the least spoken language in the world?
1: I don't know.
0: Sign language.
1: Oh uh, that's actually really good. I was like, that threw me for a curveball.
0: Right? Uh, I take no credit. I did a quick um, Google search for dad jokes.
1: Fun fact I did an ASL course in university.
0: Wait, you uh, did? Dropped out. Yeah. Oh, cool. Uh,
1: I know. Oh, I don't even remember. A-N-I-Y-A? I, and sorry, that was so bad. Just
0: We just committed to providing good audio content to everyone. That is so bad. Please don't started... cancel me. <laughs> I know. Um, I think... Uh, I don't know it no I used I to know like is. apple juice and orange juice oh, no. but oh, I think I think I think yeah I think it's something like like this yeah I, but I don't remember if it's apple or orange <laughs> 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 but this is juice I think
1: I feel I, like I mean, that's it's, not yeah. okay we'll see we'll find out well, yeah.
0: <laughs> let's not look into it yeah <laughs> it's off to a good start
1: actually it's so um, funny that you bring this up because i actually watched a video yesterday too and um i think it was like a uk talk show and the talk yeah. show host was talking to some girl who um is deaf and she speaks through i guess uk sign language not american sign language or yeah. i don't even know what it'd be but um he was like oh is there like slangs in sign language and she was like yeah so he was like oh do you know how to say wagwan and she showed him how to sign "wa Guan, and I think it was like, uh, Big Man, like, you know how they say that in the UK a lot? And okay, there's like I've a sign for Big one. Man. Yeah, that's it's like so this, I believe. It was really uh, cute. True. Yeah, I'll that's try and find true. that video.
0: I always wanted to learn also. But wait, in Canada, is it is uh, ASL the most, uh, yeah, yeah. From it's American yeah. language of use?
1: Yeah, exactly. Um, And yeah, during that course, it was really interesting. Um, I really enjoyed that course. I wish I stayed. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But um, that is when my like, my husband uh, found out he was losing hearing in one ear. He has nerve damage. So he's actually 90% deaf in one ear. Back then, I think he was probably 60%. And I kept joking. I'm like, Oh, I'm doing this for you for one day when... I'll have to use sign language to communicate to you <laughs> um, <Sorry>. I
0: <laughs> you really you're really committed to that joke you went into classes and all
1: <laughs> exactly no I signed up for it because I think I needed an elective and it sounded fun
0: oh yeah yeah was it difficult to learn
1: uh, yeah, but it was really interesting I still have my textbook too it comes with a DVD. I've never all watched right. the DVD <laughs> <laughs>
0: great student <laughs> uh, i wonder if they have a iq test in no that's stupid it's written <laughs> i was gonna say i wonder if you have that. trying <laughs> so to tie like... in our episodes <laughs> those are written never mind okay stupid yeah <laughs> <laughs> um right. uh right should Is... we dive in yeah but like do you do, don't you want to wish me something before
1: oh merry christmas
0: Happy Holidays! Happy
1: Holidays, yep. The uh, Um, right way to say it, progressive way to say it.
0: Correct. Correct. Um,
1: Yeah. Um,
0: Okay, so let's go in then.
1: Let's go in. So um, to start off our holiday episode, I kind of wanted to talk about some holiday-themed things. So let's start with the North Pole. So, Damat, tell me what you know about the North Pole.
0: Um, very little. Okay, wait. Antarctica is actual land, I believe, but North Pole is only ice. Nice. And I think that's all I know. (laughs) Polar bears. Sure. Yep, polar bears.
1: Yep, that, that... That, that can do with the North Pole. I'm okay with yep. that.
0: Yep. <laughs>
1: no, um, I was just trying to make you feel stupid. I totally agree. I was the same when I was like, oh, North Pole, it's a place? It, what country? I was so confused. Um, and then I started doing some research and it all started to make some sense. So I'm mm. going to pop this picture here for you in our chat. Um, Have a look, and we'll have this on our Instagram um, as well for everyone to kind of reference. And it shows the Arctic Circle, the countries in the Arctic Circle. um, And in the middle is where we would say the North Pole is, right? Uh, So the North Pole is the northernmost point on Earth. It is simply the north end of of the axis around our planet, which our planet rotates on daily. From the North yeah. Pole, all the directions are south. Um, its latitude is 90 degrees north, and all lines of longitude meet there. And then they also meet on the opposite Wait, end.
0: That's at the south wild. Pole. I mean, it makes sense, but I just realized all the directions are south. Right? That's crazy.
1: I found that kind of funny, too, because you're standing in the North Pole, and then no matter which way you're going, will be south.
0: That's wild.
1: Yeah. Okay. Um, okay, I have a true and false for you.
0: Oh, fine, okay.
1: Okay, true or false? The North Pole is warmer than the South Pole.
0: I am going to say false.
1: So you think the North Pole is colder than the South Pole?
0: I'm only basing this on the fact that it's only ice. Mm -hmm. So that's why I'm going to say false.
1: Yeah, which is exactly what, have, what I would have said as well. Uh, but it's not. Actually, the North Pole is warmer than the South Pole.
0: Really, eh? Oh, yeah.
1: Right. Summer's um, right at the freezing point, so um, it would be zero degrees Celsius. I think mean, that's about 32 degrees Fahrenheit. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, um, because the Earth rotates on a tilted axis, uh, axi- axis it, as it revolves around the sun, uh, sunlight's in the extreme in both the poles. So, oh. in fact, the sun only rises once a year in the North Pole. So, during uh, the March equinox, and it sets, Wait. and it sets once yeah. a year during the September equinox.
0: Wow! I was blown what?
1: away by these facts too. I was like, "So,
0: like, the day why is do we not talk about this long? more?"
1: Yeah, exactly. Uh, well the 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 day is still twenty four hours, but it's sunlight uh, for six, six months. months wrong, yeah, so for the North Pole, the sun is always above the horizon in the summer and then below the horizon in the winter um so you get twenty four hours of sunlight in the summer and twenty four hours of darkness in the winter
0: that is crazy.
1: I think that is absurd as well. uh and that's why no one really lives near the North Pole um. Yeah. Not many people, I guess. Some there Mm -hmm. are some communities out there. Um so yeah. Have you ever
0: experienced like places where the the, like the sun never sets?
1: No, I would like to visit, but I think I would also go crazy.
0: I know, I feel like I would go manic.
1: Like the concept of time is so important to us, right? (laughs) And I think we can only tell that by like what it is like outside. Like I even think about the way I react during like daylight savings when like the sun sets like <laughs> an hour later or before and I'm like, Oh God, what is I this?
0: <laughs> yeah. Suddenly I'm like depressed for three months. So could you imagine? <laughs>
1: I cannot imagine living there. I it, I think it'd be harder to do that 24 hours of darkness in the winter.
0: Mm-hmm. Right.
1: Like Ugh. that would be seasonal time depression.
0: To the I mass. mean, Vancouver's pretty dark all winter long. There's no sun. It's rainy and shady all <laughs> winter long. That's why I left and I hated it.
1: I know. It is rough on a lot of people. I never really noticed it as much until like during COVID when I was here more than I thought because I'm usually oh, yeah. traveling so often that I don't have to experience it. And it it does get to me. I think this year we did have like a sunnier fall than usual. mm but today was miserable. I I don't know how I got out and worked out. I'm proud of myself.
0: I'm proud of you too.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how people would work out in the North Pole during the winter.
0: Uh, absolutely insane. I wonder if they have a, like anytime fitness there.
1: <laughs> yep, in That's... the middle of the Arctic Ocean. I wonder yeah. if the North Pole has an anytime fitness. Um. Yeah, speaking of it, uh, which, uh, the North Pole sits right in the middle of the uh, Arctic Ocean. It's on water that's almost covered with ice, um, and the ice is about um, two to three meters thick, which is about six to ten feet.
0: Wow! Thick, yeah. That's, so that's thick.
1: That is thick. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so silly.
1: Um, but I do like. I did have. I do have a little sad fact for you today. Um, wow. Due to climate change and Arctic shrinkage. The North Pole may be ice-free in the summer months of 2035.
0: Oh, that is soon.
1: That is insane, right?
0: Wow, that's when I
1: read that, I was like, "Yeah, I like." I was like, "Is that missing a number?" That's in like ten years, right? Mm -hmm, Like basically twelve years, eleven years. But that is insane. That is so sad to think about.
0: Yeah, sorry I got distracted by your your math there. But yeah, no, it is very. It's 11,
1: uh, right?
0: 11, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. But basically, yeah. Yeah, we're on. Um, here. Yeah, I mean I like we know we we know it's we've known it's that it's coming for a while now, but I didn't realize it was coming so fast.
1: I didn't think it'd be coming when we're alive.
0: Yeah, you same, know? I kind of assumed, yeah.
1: But. Um, that's a little food for thought. For when you're eating yeah. at home I'll during spiral the holidays, about that later tonight. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Bring that up in the dinner table during Christmas dinner. Happy
0: holidays, everyone.
1: Um. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, a little about who reached the North Pole the first. Um. Do you have any idea?
0: I want to say Marco Polo, but I might be completely wrong. That's the only like kind of explorer I know, other than Christopher. Christopher Columbus.
1: Yeah. And... <laughs> you know what? Thank you for just answering yeah. my question. <laughs> okay. He <laughs> could have just said no, but thank you.
0: Okay. You're welcome.
1: <laughs> um there's actually a lot of controversy behind who did explore um the North Pole the first. Okay. Um and because it does sit on drifting ice, um, it's hard to even determine where it is half of the time. You can't right, like you set can't... up
0: claim land there's no land
1: exactly right, right. and because it is drifting ice it's not like a piece of ice itself right and mm. it's constantly moving so yeah it's hard to set up camp there or like a, put a flag down there really um and yeah because the ice is constantly moving so going to north pole is obviously no joke uh, it's in the mid- mm-hmm. middle of the arctic ocean Many explorers from many different countries have gotten lost and died trying to reach the North Pole for 300 years. Um, and there was controvers- controversy between the two people that are first said to explore the North Pole. So it's two guys. We have Frederick Cook and Robert Perry, who both claimed that they've been to the North Pole. Okay. Um, Perry claimed he discovered it, discovered it in 1909 while Cook said he went in
0: 1908. <laughs> uh, 31st of January, uh, 31st of December 1908.
1: Imagine. <laughs> uh, so they both are actually co-workers, friends, explorers that had been on oh. expeditions together. And they were, I think, kind of competing for the title. Trauma. Uh, yeah, so for Perry said, like, one of the newspaper titles was Perry discover the North Pole after eight trials in 23 years. So imagine trying to go there eight times and being unsuccessful. 23
0: years, Jesus. Right? And, like, right? trying to discover somewhere and being unsuccessful sounds like you had to be evacuated uh, because, or, like, you, not evacuated, but, like, you, like, it Almost was died. too hard to get there. Almost died. Yeah, that's what I'm getting at.
1: Yeah. Um yeah so we're talking about like the 1900s right so obviously like going there um is what
0: i know i I don't know why i said you to 1900s i was like did i
1: say that wrong no
0: no (laughs) you
1: or back in the day
0: gross such a gross era
1: (laughs) um but yeah, we're talking about the 1900s. So obviously, back then, it wasn't like you take a helicopter to like Finland and then you go on a little slovavheel for like two days and reach the North Pole. This is this journey took years, yeah, you yeah. know. Wait, and not where are they only, from? Uh, America.
0: Oh yeah.
1: Um, and not only did it take years after we reached the North Pole, it takes years to come back to tell someone almost, you know, mm. and get to get the word out. So yeah, yeah. Uh, So when Perry did go, basically, Cook was on his journey back. um, And a lot of different things happened. And he had to, you know, leave evidence behind of him making it to the North Pole. Um, And then that way, Perry was actually able to steal the title. Um, Cook did, you know, put his claims out after. But Perry worked really hard to kind of tarnish Cook's name. And also because he didn't have enough data to support his claims, um, Perry takes the lead. So it is, if you do Google it, who explored the North Pole it's first, you will see Robert Perry's name. Um, that is the
0: American drama if I've ever heard it. <laughs> So
1: typical the real have eyes of the north pole almost
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh i know it's so true um and like it's so funny like ha- like i don't even know how they would have evidence to say they've reached the a north pole in that day and age you know um
0: also like i isn't is there no like um native like or inuit communities in the north of canada that like uh, hunt and explore the North Pole frequently. I don't know. I, let me go see your map again. Like, because yeah. Northern Canada is pretty close to there.
1: Yeah, exactly. We do have a lot of countries that are closer there. Greenland's close to there. Uh, mm-hmm. Northern Canada, we have Russia borderlining. We have Finland, Sweden, Norway part of it. And then a little bit of Anchorage as well. Uh, but these communities live on the land portion, right? Um, so
0: but they but they they exploit they hunt and 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 um and and fish probably on the ice portion
1: yeah i they do for sure and the only reason cook and perry were able to make it there was with the help of the inuit comu- uh communities yeah, yeah. um they had huge um community or uh, huge a huge group of people with them i think traveled with yeah. hundreds of people i i believe like at uh, one point they said like about 600 snow dogs to
0: uh
1: you know, ah, take the little sledges with them. A lot them.
0: of puppies.
1: Exactly. Uh, they definitely didn't do it alone. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm sure they probably reached the North Pole before the American explorers did too, but maybe no one publicized right. that because they also probably yeah. didn't care to get their name on the newspaper. You know what I mean? Yeah.
0: So it's basically when the white men officially discovered the, the North Pole.
1: A hundred percent. It always comes back down to the white men, white rich men.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thank you for the distinction.
1: <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, that's a little about the North Pole and who explored it. So, Doma, do we know someone else that is said to live in the
0: North Pole? <laughs> Are you gonna make me say it?
1: Yeah, Santa.
0: And Santa who Claus is Santa,
1: in fact, um tell me what you know about Santa.
0: Okay, so very little. Um, but what I think I know is that he's a myth created by Coca-Cola Corporation, basically, um, based on different legends, but mainly St. Nicholas.
1: Hmm. Yeah. Uh, I think that is what most people actually say about Santa Claus. I asked um Avril before doing the re- like doing research for this episode because I'm like, is this known? Like, because I don't really know where Santa Claus really comes from other than like Saint Nicholas. But like, who is even Saint Nicholas? Why does he make mm-hmm. a list and check it twice? You know? <laughs> uh. <laughs> so um, I looked into it. So actually, Coca-Cola in fact did not create the legend of Santa Claus. Uh, But there were huge, uh, the huge reason uh, Santa Claus is who he is now, because they played a big role in advertising uh, Santa Claus as this jolly character that we know today. Um, This is actually back in 1913. Coca-Cola Commission, Hayden Sanbloom, Sunbloom to paint Santa Claus for Christmas advertisements. And those paintings establish Santa as a warm, happy character with human features, including his little rosy cheeks, white beard, twinkling eyes, and laughter lines. Mm. Um, So Santa Claus we know now. Um, Did you
0: say laughter lines?
1: Laughter lines. That's exactly what I said. And that is straight from uh, Coca-Cola's website. Uh, They gave him a couple of wrinkles, you know, to make him look more human-like
0: yeah i like that also Um, where are the laughter lines oh these are your
1: laughter lines
0: oh here right okay yeah yeah
1: yeah and like i guess like you know when you get like a little wrinkle here it's like well people get botox for that but it's supposed to be like you've lived a good life you know um
0: because you smiled a lot
1: exactly
0: i see
1: imagine you get frowning lines (laughs) i feel like i've seen some people out there with frowning lines it's sad <laughs> um sorry for a quick little pause here we have a cat who's trying to either play with what i'm playing with or wants to my lab okay she's gone i gave her my toy
0: well, <laughs> <laughs> what were you playing with
1: uh honestly did a piece think? of garbage yeah
0: there you go okay <laughs> she did have it
1: um all right back to santa so yeah, yeah you're right. right. Santa Claus originated from Saint Nicholas, a fourth century bishop who lived in an ancient Roman town. Um, but he was not really known to be like plump or jolly. But he did have a long-standing reputation for charity and gift giving. Oh, okay. S- but nothing really to do with Christmas, you know?
0: Right.
1: Um. So in the Netherlands, um, s- there, he was called. Santa Claus um S I N T E R K L A A S Santa Claus Santa Claus Santa
0: Claus Santa Claus
1: Yeah um and it's um a celebration of the St. Nicholas Festival Day on December 6th um Okay. While Christmas, actually, as its name indicates, is uh, to observe Christ, who was who was born on uh, December 25th. Uh, but the Dutch immigrants bought Sinterklaas to America. And... I think it's Klaus,
0: actually. Sinterklaas. Sinterklaas.
1: Klaus. Klaus. Okay.
0: I don't know. I, and it's I funny because I did try I to
1: about. Google how to say like the proper name, but I like saying Sinterklaas better. But let's yeah, say it right. Sinterklaas. Um, no, and then, the yeah, so is. when <laughs> the Dutch brought over this um, right. story to America, um, you know, a bunch of poems and books are kind of transforming this character, Saint Nicholas. Um, and then he became Santa Claus, and he's known for his magical sleigh, riding reindeers, um, the love of children, and he got to absorb Christmas himself. Um,
0: mm.
1: yeah. And you know we have... But because like, because
0: this, the holiday was in December. I guess it just got lumped in with Christmas, kind of thing.
1: Exactly. I think you know people had Christmas, the celebration of Christ's birth, um, and then they're like, "Oh, we need a little jolly creature to make like make this for the kids as well, and make it <laughs> kind of yeah. like." And then they started the gift. They kept the gift giving charity tradition, but they just made him like a jolly old man. Um, yeah. Yeah. And then this naughty list came out of songs almost, you know? Like, he's making the list, he's checking it twice. Yeah, Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so this all kind of started from books and songs and stuff like that, which I was like, that is so interesting how, like, a Dutch celebration um, turned into this huge American thing.
0: That is interesting. Um, Well, I mean, you know, America is built – like, it's, it's, just, it's, it's just all a mashup of different cultures, different European cultures mostly and stuff like that, right? So that's not surprising. But what's surprising is that it's so universal and prevalent. Mm-hmm. Whereas it was just like a cute little story before.
1: Exactly. Like, I think like the reason people do think Coca-Cola invented Santa Claus is because like big corporations like Coca-Cola took something like this. And they're like, oh, like the Americans have taken this Dutch... Um, Bishop and made him into a huge symbol of Christmas let's just play with that and so they made like him jolly and plump
0: they've used the story for their branding but in the end their popularity served the story's branding
1: you know what yeah, I mean like totally. it's like
0: kind of like they it's kind of went
1: hand know. in hand
0: yeah yeah, yeah. just yeah. get beating into each other kind of thing
1: yeah Um. so then now comes the question how, did, how does this mythical character named Santa Claus, how did he end up in the North Pole? So why is he living in the middle of the Arctic Ocean on a piece of drifting ice? Do you have any idea? Okay.
0: Um, No, but the only thing that comes to mind is that you said, when was it? 1910 or 19-something, Santa Claus? That, uh, that Coca-Cola did the, the, the... 1913. Yeah. 1913. And then North Pole was discovered, quote-unquote... In 1908?
1: Yeah, 1908
0: or 1909. So be- maybe because it was just prevalent in the in, in the zeitgeist at that point? It was in people's imagination. It was in the news and whatnot?
1: True, yeah. Uh, well, close. Um, I think okay. uh, Santa ended up living in the North Pole actually before the North Pole was actually officially explored by Cook or Perry, whoever you want to look at.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so... St. Nicholas's migration to the North Pole is almost um, directly because of Thomas Nash, an American cartoonist who submitted 33 Christmas drawings to Harper's Weekly magazine between 1863 and 1886, wow. uh, one of which featured a village called Santa Clausville, N.P. And N.P., as you may have guessed it, stands for North Pole. Um, oh. But you did guess right. So mainly due to the popularity of arctic exploration in the 1840s mm. and 1850s. And because no one had actually officially explored North Pole, it was a good place to send this mythical character.
0: Oh, it's like, we don't know if it's true or not, because no one can go check kind of thing.
1: Exactly.
0: Oh, that's cute. I like that.
1: I thought that was so cute, because it's yeah, like... Yeah. I was kind of like, yeah, why does he live in the North Pole? And they're like, we don't know what the North Pole is. Maybe he does live there.
0: Yeah, um, yeah, yeah,
1: Explore and find out, you know?
0: Yeah.
1: Um, yeah. So this, um, so yeah, while I was kind of doing the research for this, I remembered a little childhood story I was told. And mm. my dad went to go visit Santa Claus, um oh and no this is not like a little kid story i was told where my parents were like yeah daddy knows santa claus be better be good um uh, my dad actually also, went to
0: i would i would argue that like most children and parents visit santa claus every year at the mall but
1: <laughs> my dad visited the real one <laughs> <laughs> i'm joking it wasn't the real one um but, but
0: where um, did he visit him
1: exactly In the Arctic Circle. So as close as you can get almost.
0: Wild.
1: Uh, Yeah. So my dad was a travel agent in Dubai. And in uh, 1992, uh, Finnair wanted to send uh, these travel agents out to uh, Finland to do these packages um, and experience these packages of meeting Santa Claus and visiting Finland. And then when they come back to Dubai, they were able to sell this to the tourists. Um, Crazy. which I think is a cool experience.
0: Yeah, that's really fun.
1: Yeah, so my dad, I had a little call with him yesterday, and he kind of told me about his experience. He told me the story many times. Um, right, right, right. But this, I had my journalist um, voice on. I recorded him. I asked him all the questions. <laughs> uh, but basically, he told me with Finnair, they flew into Hels- Helsinki Airport, and then they went to, and I want to pronounce this right, it's... Ro, ro, rove rove rovenimi oh my god sure rovenimi yeah. uh okay
0: that sounds right um
1: and that's where their base camp is they were given these thermal jackets and taught how to drive uh snowmobiles
0: b- oh my god
1: and then they drove into the arctic circle basically um and where they met with all the uh the in a Inuit committee uh communities that lived there um yeah. the Inuits did like little ceremonies for them and then talked to them about the legends of the reindeers there
0: um it was so fun
1: exactly and okay this was a really cool story my dad told me so basically they were given the traditional meal there which is berries mashed potatoes and reindeers and um reindeer meat sorry and he was he, Apparently, they have berries that are buried in the snow there. So you have to, okay. like, dig through snow to pick these berries. And there's two different kind of berries. One are poisonous berries, and one are regular berries. And okay. there's no way to really differentiate them by looking at them. But the way that the locals do it is that they get the deers to check them. So the deers, I guess there's, like, a scent so no no
0: oh, I okay I was like like, the deer oh, rice,
1: no. we don't eat it and
0: then that's how they get right
1: <laughs> imagine no,
0: oh um, my god okay i was like Jackson, wow that's not a cute story
1: <laughs> i guess the deers have like can smell something right. or um maybe they have crazy magical vision and they can tell by looking at it but basically it's the deer smell it and they don't eat it that means that's the poisonous one and if the deer smell it and try to eat it or do eat it they know that's the The no like edible ones um yeah yeah. and then he said that you actually get to meet santa claus there uh so it's obviously the santa claus that lives in that area that is their santa claus um and he said that they have santa claus workshops too so I think I looked at it now and I couldn't find too much information about it right now. But I'm guessing in 1992, Mm. they did workshops where they kind of like help you become, embody Santa Claus. And then you get to go apply anywhere in the world. It would be a cool certificate to have, right? Like your Santa Claus uh, qualifications from Finland. Um,
0: And then you're like front of line for any mall Santa position ever
1: exactly um it's so funny because i was looking at that now like how to become santa claus it had like indeed instructions
0: oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) like indeed
1: had like characteristics that you should embody to become santa claus and i found that really funny um oh and they also asked my dad um who they'd like he'd like to send his like christmas wishes to and uh, my dad wanted to send a postcard to his sister in India. And he did this in March, and then that year, in December, his sister received a postcard.
0: Oh, that's so cute. They kept it and sent it at the right time.
1: Exactly. That's so
0: cute. Yeah.
1: Um, I really like that part of it. Uh, but there are similar things you can still do. Um, mm. It's called, I looked one up, and it's the Nordic Visitor in Lapland. Um, you'll find uh, the Santa Claus Village right outside of Roe. Rovenmi in Lapland, uh, Finland. Um, And then Lapland itself uh, is a region that covers the northern parts of both Finland and Sweden, and it's located right in the Arctic Circle. Some cool little activities that you get to do um, in the Santa Claus village is you meet Father Christmas and his elves in the workshop. You can visit Mrs. Santa Claus uh, at the Christmas Cottage. And then you get to send a mm. postcard from Santa's main post office, um, Cute. head to the snowmobile park to zip through the forest, see adorable sled dogs at the husky park, savor hearty meals at the Santa Claus Holiday Village, discover the reindeer farm and take a sleigh ride, and shop for souvenirs in the handicraft
0: store. Cute.
1: I think that's so cool. I would so love to cool. see a reindeer farm. Right. Uh, Have you ever
0: seen reindeers in? Uh... No. I was going to say in person, in deer. <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, <laughs> they are majestic. They're beautiful.
1: I would love to see one. Um, yeah, no, I've just seen the regular old lame deers. I'm joking. I love deer.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Basic deers. Yeah. Um, valley deers.
1: The valley deers. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, that kind of wraps up my. Little holiday segment about Santa Claus and North Pole. Um,
0: That's interesting. That was really, really fun.
1: I hope Um, you got some like fun facts and then a drop during your Christmas dinner parties.
0: Oh my God. Yeah. 100%. If I, you know, remember any of it. (laughs) Maybe I'll just, I'll just re listen to the episode uh, just before uh, uh, our our dinner.
1: Or just plug our episode at dinner.
0: Oh yeah. I'm very fun at party, y'all. Well, will <laughs> everyone to sit in silence and listen to my podcast. Instead of
1: Christmas music, be like, oh, do you guys just want to listen to my Christmas podcast?
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oy, oy, oy. Oh, cool. That was really interesting. I that's something I would love to go. Like do. Like I know it's like not the most comfortable trip, maybe, mm-hmm. because it's, it's gotta be very cool and stuff like that. But yeah. that's a trip I would love to do. It's like it's a big bucket list thing.
1: I think I'd like to do that, like, with kids. You know, I'd love to take my nephew to Mm -hmm. that. Um, I think that would be so fun. Actually, that's so funny. I just remembered last night, I get a call from my sister's husband. Like, while me and my husband are having dinner. And I pick up, and it's my sister on the phone. And she's like, "Um, hi, Sonia. Like, um, Ayan, my nephew, is being very bad right now. Can you put Santa on the phone? And I literally (laughs) look at my husband, and he – snaps into character i pass him the phone his santa ah. voice comes out <laughs> he's like "Ho, no ho, way. ho! you better be good or i'm gonna throw out your present and my nephew gets so scared because he's like screaming crying <laughs> as soon as he hears a voice he's like oh no and then my and my um sister's husband takes him away for a shower he hates showering right now for some reason um but that, Mrs. Did she give you a
0: heads up or anything? Or she just like counted on you to like be able to spot into action? <laughs>
1: she just counted on me to spot into action. And I was like, imagine like Avril wasn't home and I had to do it myself.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, this is
1: Mrs. Claus right now.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: I'm going to tell on you. <laughs> imagine.
1: I'll, I'll, oh, I'll add boy. you in the call next time.
0: Oh, absolutely not. No. If there's anything that terrorizes me more than children is having to play a character in front of children.
1: (laughs) I feel like Justin would be good at it, right?
0: Probably. Yeah. Uh, He's just good at all of the things.
1: He's just good at everything.
0: Yeah. Oh, well, that was fun. And a little topical episode. I like that. Yeah.
1: I hope it got you in the spirit.
0: It did. A little bit. (laughs) I'm not the most holiday person, but. You know what? I'm going to go do some uh, holiday baking, actually, right after we we hang out.
1: Oh, that's so exciting. What are you making? I
0: know. Can't tell you.
1: Oh, oh, am I getting a little surprised this year again?
0: I can't tell you that either. Uh, Toma
1: <laughs> baked the cutest little gingerbread man and sent it over our way um, to the West Coast, and they were amazing and delicious. Or Yay. jokes, I got one baked gingerbread man
0: yeah yeah they were giant last year they were very big they were giant
1: well i can't wait um i hope you all have a very merry christmas and a happy new year and all the happy holidays and
0: happy holiday everyone we'll see you next time
1: take care bye bye Tell Me Like I'm Stupid is created and produced by us, Sanya and Toma. You can follow us on Instagram at Tell Me Like I'm Stupid.
0: If you'd like to support us, please subscribe and review on your favorite podcast streaming platform. Our cover art was created by Ish. Find him on Instagram at h.e.e.s.h.
1: Thank you for listening.